Francis, how are you? I had a couple of days off in because I was in 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 LA. How was LA? Uh, very cool as usual. No? It's a very inspiring city. Yeah, I had this um, nice uh, Tesla Model X uh, as a rental, and I always tried to 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 take something new to for test drive. Yeah, yeah. Was this your first time in a in a Tesla? <laughs> no, not really the first time in a Tesla, mm -hmm. but in a Model X, yes. And um, and it's different to drive it in the states than to drive it here in Germany. Yeah. And it fits quite, uh, much better because the range is, is bigger because you do not drive so fast yeah, in average. And that makes it makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. And it fits super to the roads in LA and, and it was very comfortable. Yeah, it was great. Great experience. Yeah. Interesting cars. Uh, very cool. And you're in their environment. There. Are you driving an electric now in Germany? I do. Um, I'm driving a, a Audi RS e-tron GT at the moment. It's great too. Yeah, it's completely different. I was just, I'm always I'm trying to drive as much different cars as I can. Yeah. Uh, this because of the e-legend project, because I want to find out um, what is the, the level, what is the status quo in electric mobility yeah? in yeah. terms of speed, my range and 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 handling of the different cars i had a polestar yeah and uh, i was test driving the polestar for more than one and a half years um and polestar 2 i was lucky to get one of the first polestar 2s here in germany because we used to to work for volvo and polestar in our design studio as well and so thomas managed Thomas Ingenlatt and Max, they managed that I, I had one of the first cars here. Yeah. Yeah. And, but this was great. Also very, very agile feeling and, and super uh, uh, solid feeling. Yeah. Like a Volvo right. almost, but then yeah. super sporty and lots of torque and power. And this is always about the overall weight of the car and then the, the, the size of the battery where the battery is placed in the car and um, no i tried to to drive as much as i can yeah with uh, with different electric cars so <laughs> yeah do you find I, 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 <laughs> well when i was i have an e-tron here at home and in day-to-day -day yeah. life i love it uh it's interesting i had the the q4 in california and in some canyons and and really enjoyed it actually surprisingly i didn't expect to like the q4 in canyon roads and you know, I like the Q4, but but as a Canyon Carver, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. But mm -hmm. but in in Germany, I will say, like, I also drove a Q4 there. It was on the Autobahn. It's the one place I didn't like it. And it wasn't because it wasn't good at speed, but it's just because you see the rain, you know, when, when you're in those right. unlimited speed zones. Right. And I'm blasting between, like, say, Munich and Stuttgart or or up, mm -hmm. up the A9 to to Ingolstadt. Like you just kind of see the rain. <laughs> the range dropping a bit faster and so it kind of i found it slowing me down because it, even with my e-tron i can go so much further if i drive you know sane speeds <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and so uh that, i think that's the only one place i don't like electrics is is at yeah. unlimited speed you're right you're right there's this issue once you start to speed on the autobahn then yeah. i mean with this um tall batteries in in the audi rs e-tron for example yeah i think it's 94 kilowatt hours right uh, uh, this is um at, at least gives me the chance to go to munich this is 100 kilometers yeah towards the south and then back with one battery yeah and i can also speed yeah that's what yeah. i like i can do 180 200 and they don't it doesn't feel slow at all yeah. uh, right and this is at least i think this is a breakthrough uh, because um yeah 200 kilometers is a must uh, and with, yeah. with, a, with a higher speed well and to be fair right the q4 is the least powerful in, in the audi range i know i was on i don't forget which autobahn it is between stuttgart and munich but i a tycon cross turismo came out like he i don't know if he had to send a text or whatever but he, he came past me quite quickly and then kind of slowed down got to the right and then got back in the passing lane and man the power those cars have 
yeah, uh, yeah. which of course same chassis as the e-tron uh gt but but like um it's it's, it's it's phenomenal to see it go back into warp right to like just get back up to speed it's, 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 uh, it's the handling is incredible yeah i must yeah. say i had cars like rs4 audi rs4 rs6 in the past i grew up and maybe i can tell you a little bit yeah, about yeah my, my father and and in his work and he always was so close with with audi um he had his whole career i think he started with um of course um there was a time before the audi quattro <laughs> the, yeah. the audi has been a bit simpler but but then he had this uh, audi's audi ur quattro the normal coupe and he never made it to he never he never got a um a sport quattro because it was even in 1982 it was out of uh, reach yeah it was right. too expensive for him but he worked on it but and he was a big fan and he had this ur quattro and for several years it was a red car with white wheels i was have one here on my table a small I may have. <laughs> it was like, it's, it's, yeah, uh, for me, I was a little boy. This was very impressive. And then after that, he had this Audi 200 Quattro with the five cylinder turbo. I think it was a different name in the US for this car. Yeah, the 5000. 5000. Yeah. And yeah. here it was called 200. And, uh, and then he had another one with. Um, um, Is this your. What I'm sharing here, this is from the hotel. Exactly, yeah. This is this this is this car. Yeah, this was this Quattro. Your quattro. So yeah. so really quickly, Hote Design is your family business. Yeah, your father started this studio. He started the studio in 1982. Yes, before he he spent uh, almost 17 years in Audi. In the today it's design and okay so, it was called styling so he <laughs> styling was in-house at audi for what period of time this was before 1982 17 years so okay. yeah. So the, yeah yeah so the as it sounds like then right from when they go from mercedes to volkswagen group and and um the, the beginning of the modern era yeah that's that's yeah. when it all started so. Exactly. I think his boss was Vakus, okay. Hartmut Vakus, and um, he was also the the person who um, gave my father the, the the opportunity. He said, "Wolfgang, you're a great great model maker in house," because at the end he was in charge for the model making in the little styling department. You cannot compare it to today's design department, but it was only a few few people, but um they made interesting things and they started to to build see-through models and mm -hmm. for the competition in wolfsburg then they showed up in wolfsburg with see-through models and wolfsburg design they had only solid models and so on and they started to do a little competition between audi and volkswagen and um there was yeah i think lots of uh, interesting um new solutions in model making they invented these days and yeah and vacus was quite impressed also because my father he was always wouldn't say work workaholic but he was very it was his life always yeah and uh, still is in work that's what he loves and he has no other um hobbies <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah after that he uh, vacus asked him or said why don't you go outside and and um and run your own business we need people outside they can work extra hours they can work through the weekends but in in-house in audi we, it's not so easy um and and, and so he he took this opportunity and uh, it was quite a risk. Yeah, He didn't have money. And so he looked around and he found this place out here in, in, in Bayern, Greece. There was a, a friend from school. He had a business out here. And um, luckily there was a, a empty little hall 
he could use for his first activities. Yeah, this was our studio one. We still have it. It's a tiny little place, and they they worked. And then immediately the first work showed up um, because yeah they had lots lots of things to do, and there was this project to do work on the homologation car for the rally sports. Okay. And, and um, I have maybe I, I have uh, forgot to to look at this. Uh, I have some Polaroids, two or three oh, yeah. Polaroids. The sport quattro is standing in the studio, and they didn't really care, and they didn't know that this is uh, so special now. When you look back, the sport quattro or the quattro era was a very, very, or the era Audi is famous for. And, right. Um, yeah, it, but these days it was work, yeah. It's, and it's, work on it. yeah. it's funny. A, a couple, I, I, I don't know, about a year ago, uh, I had P Peter Burt whistle on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you, Peter, and and he uh, he mentioned. I think it was surprising to me where at the time the Sport Quattro is being developed. You you know you're at the end of the evolution of this car, and and so much of the design studio had moved on to the more aerodynamic era of the 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 200 or the the um the b390 where you know for the for the designers the 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 interest at this point is you know the aerodynamic cars not the not the sport quattro so when he got the sport quattro job of course now it's this icon but but at the time it was kind of the old thing right so like it was less interesting it's interesting yeah. it's fascinating to look at that time right of how how things were yeah, very it's, it's different. fascinating that's true and yeah, they, they worked on different things at the same time but um, I think Peter Birdweasel um, remembers that he's, he's been here. I think they are friends with my father. Yeah. And um, But didn't have contact for a while. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if he's still active. He used uh, to do a Mazda design then in Germany, I think, later on. Yeah, he ended up, I believe, head of Mazda design. And then he, he um, I, now he's retired. So... Uh, mm -hmm. I think he's still active on social media and, you know, he, he wrote a book, et cetera, but I don't think he's actively designing at this point. Yeah. He used to be here several times as well. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Back in the days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah, this was my, the whole, yeah, the whole, I grew up with, with Audis. Yeah? So my huh. mom had a, like an Audi 100 and the father father had an Audi 200 at home, you know, and this was like all these cars, like, right. uh, yeah. And uh, of course, there was always this experience to, to go fast on the Autobahn as well. Yeah, and uh, I remember. And now it's a different thing. It's much more traffic and you have this incredible fast cars now like Audi RS6 or um, even faster, like Porsches or whatever, they, they do 300 or more kilometers an hour. Right. And uh, you're still allowed to do that. It's quite scary sometimes, but in the in this e-tron GTRS, I must say 260 is the limit. How is it? It feels very solid and very, very easy going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Just effortless, yeah. To get, I'd imagine, is that speed just the torques as immediate as as any other speed? Like I, I had, I can't say I've been that fast in an electric car. No, I, I just, I, 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 yeah, it's easy. It's easy yeah. to reach top speed once you, once you're on the autobahn and you want to test it. It's so fast and it immediately, it immediately goes to top speed. Yeah, and then it's blocked. It's limited. Yeah, that's great. It's a great feeling. It's yeah, but the cars have always been fast. I mean, I remember my father's cars; they did two hundred and sixty as well. Yeah, this all two uh, five-cylinder turbo, yeah. uh, two hundred Avant. Yeah, <laughs> was super fast car. Uh, always a little, a little tuning. You had there was a chance to to modify the engine with with a chip tuning as well. Yeah, yeah. little tiny. Or the turbocharger a little bit bigger than than normal and things <laughs> like that, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this was then the, this this cars have been very fast, yeah. and and uh, they had this nice sound, I must say. Well, yeah. that's that's one of the tricks for electrics, right? Is is I, um, this is, and the the weight of the car and yeah, 
we still have to work on that. Yeah, I, I mean, um, on the on our Elegem project, for example, we, yeah. we try to to bring emotions in with um, yeah. Or add lightness. And this is one of uh, is is one of our. Uh, um, Actually, um, if I can interrupt, just for the for the um, just for the sake of the conversation for people who may be listening, probably ought to. Uh, I I saw your car when we were over there, but would love to. Maybe maybe we start from the uh, what what the e legend is right, like the the it's it well it's it's basically a, a an homage to the Sport Quattro in electric form, but. Could you give me the basics on what the car is before we uh, yeah, jump into sure. the philosoph sure. philosophy of it? Yeah, it's a complete new car. Yeah, the only thing you may, you may see it in the background. Yeah, yeah, it reminds you um, on the Audi Quattro. It's but it's a it's um, a new interpretation. Uh, the design of the car is inspired by the old Audi Quattro. Yeah. It's a you, if you want you can say it's a homage uh, to this to this very famous uh, Audi Sport Quattro, yeah. And um, you you will find several features in the car, yeah. You see this this black mask in the front, for example. You you got a similar theme on the old car, but everything is new and new interpreted. We don't we didn't want to copy the old car. This was not um, our our goal in this project, yeah. So it, also the technical platform is is a is a is a complete new carbon monocoque. Yeah? Okay. With two electric engines, yeah. So the carbon monocoque is a is a development from a a, a development partner you have there in Germany. Yeah, it's a partner for a long time, and these guys, they are really able to create um cars from scratch yeah they 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 know everything about it they do the complete thing and they have this um super cool carbon monocoque platform um and we modified it to to make it fit to the e-legend and in combination with two strong electric engines i mean every en engine gets maximum power of 360 kilowatts and we, we we do we, we combine these two engines, and at the end, we uh, we limit the whole system to six hundred kilowatts. But this is packaged into a, a complete new carbon monocoque. It's it's a monocoque like you usually have in a McLaren or in a Ferrari or in a Bugatti yeah? uh, or yeah. a Lamborghini maybe. It's very light, very stiff, and it's more racing gets this racing spirit uh? and um, yeah and the bodywork and the interior it's also made in carbon fiber and this gives us the chance to to reach a, a total limit of it's one one 1.7 tons maybe in in pounds I may you may have to translate because I'm, I'm not I'm not really into the pounds at the moment but um, it's com compared to, to a standard or to a normal electric sport car like a, a Porsche Tech and Turbo, it's a lot lighter. How, uh, how heavy did you say it was? It's actually 1,680. Yeah, okay. This is what the engineers say, what the car is. So th 3,700 pounds. And, and uh, uh, as comparison's sake, I, I don't know offhand that what the Sport Quattro would have been, but I think the Quattro is probably about... Um, the original Urquatcher. So we're talking 1980s lightness. Yeah, right. It's, it's probably about it's probably about 3,200, 3,300 mm -hmm. pounds, maybe. Uh, so so that's remarkably light for a for a an electric car. I mean, yeah, one third is the battery. Yeah, I mean the battery is heavy. Yeah, but I, I think there's a chance for, com hmm? for comparison's sake, a, a a Q4, which is the Audi's smallest. SUV is 40, uh, the rear wheel drive is 4,600 pounds, the Quattro is 4,800 pounds. So you're talking very, very light for, yeah. uh, I, I could check e Audi e-tron GT too, but. Um, uh, this is 2.3 tons. 
Yeah, but it, yeah, over five thousand pounds uh, mm -hmm. for the Etron GT. So, and you're at thirty six hundred. You said, or sorry, um, one thousand six hundred eighty kilograms. Sorry, yeah. I really want to start. To no, no, that's fine. These numbers. No, we should. Uh, we Americans could could stand to be a little more metric sometimes, but yeah, it's thir thirty seven hundred no, pounds. Yeah. yeah, so I mean that's just, that's yeah, to see that it's really um, one of the USPs. It's really really light. It's a light car. This was what this is what we like. We like to have a good um, uh, that the car is also good on the brakes. Right. Yeah? Uh, and this it, 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 it got a for the handling uh, it's um, I think this makes the difference. Let's see we we have to um, come up with our proof of concept yeah. soon. Um, it's in the making. We do prepare a, a full running carbon monocoque chassis at the moment. So you just it, it's like a, a car without body. Yeah, you can drive <laughs> yeah. around this already. Right. And then the body uh, shells, uh, it's in the front. It's a clamshell uh, opening. And uh, in the rear, there's also a big, big trunk lid. It's all made in carbon fiber. And in the rear, we have also like uh, it's plexiglass window in the rear because that's got this uh, shape of, of the Nagadak. Uh, this yeah. is cool. And I, I, I want to point that out because that's one of my favorite parts. I mean, your design is spectacular in my mind, but 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 one of the coolest elements to me of of your design is this Naka duck at the at the on the roof, kind of like the actually the car behind me. You see the oops, yeah, yeah. it's this was the but, inspiration. Yeah, the, 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 the Pikes Peak carb is this super aggressive Naka duck on the, on the roof. And we said, ah, oh, come on. We could do something similar because, yeah, we, we tried to pick out um, themes from the old cars. Yeah. And um, just to have a little bit of this retro feeling, but in the same time, a modern you, car. You made it very elegant, though, the way it's, and I thought very trick, right? Like the way, not not just the duct, but, but the way it exits along the glass is sort of tapered to continue the, the airflow uh through mm -hmm. the glass so so rather than just a straight panel glass at at the back it's it's got this continuation of the duct uh into That's the design right, yeah. really cool the way you did it there's a 3d shape yeah, yeah. Uh, below this c pillar bridge yeah on on top of the car see if i can share again just to for we run the video version the you can see the duct there at the top and then I don't know if there's a view from the back. Maybe not on that one. Um, but so very cool. I mean, so many great details. I love that you did in this car. The the I, I wouldn't. I mean, it's such an homage. I wouldn't call it overly retro, but at the same time, it is. It captures that shape that's so familiar. And and you do things that like, you know, in today's Audi is such a from a design standpoint, they have such a strong uh, uh, family of design, right? It's such like the single frame is such a strong element of what mm -hmm. they do that I don't know that they ever could have done this nose in the way you have. And it's such an interesting way of doing that. You know, back in the day, it was just a horizontal grill. And Gijaro had it, 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 you know, such a, I, I believe he was the first B280 where kind of, well, I guess even the, before that, the, the B180, but it was such a simple thing. And um, here you do it in a very, in a very modern way that carries below the bumper. And, and it, it's almost a single frame in and of itself, just wider and more integrating of the front end that I, I it's such a unique uh, <laughs> divert or direction to take the design that you both or to blend the old Audi design and the new. Um, well, thank you very much. Yeah. We, I think this was a process. Yeah, we we started. We, we sat together, some friends, and we made sketches, and then we thought about how could this car look like in the front and and in the rear. But it was clear that we need big wheels and short overhangs, and maybe a muscle body and a coke yeah. bottle and. A small cabin to make it sporty, yeah, or look sporty, 
And so the design slightly appeared and um, we went straight into 3D modeling. This is what also our studios are famous for. We do this very fast and high professional 3D modeling process in-house. And then I had the time during all this Corona time in 2020, I had um, capacity to mill the car out in one-to-one and hmm. out of a piece of foam. And then so we, we was the chance to make little, little modifications on it. So, um, so that is that when it process, but not the, not low low budget, but uh, yeah. quite a common process. Yeah. Is that when it kind of started during COVID, or have you been? I had this. The idea was, yeah, we had ideas to to come up uh, because this year is the 40th anniversary of the Hotel Studios. And uh, a friend of mine and myself, we had had, had this idea to do a, a marketing uh, project, and and then we said, why don't we go back to the roots and take a story from the beginning and make a marketing story out of it? And then the sport quattro idea came up, and first I thought we we make and do a car like a a super restored as um, sport quattro or even s1 yeah like in a in a singer porsche kind of way right yeah? they do this brilliant uh porsches yeah yeah and then I was like, oh, maybe we can do something like that but then mm, since we have all this in-house design um, process possibilities mi- uh, modeling milling and all that in-house, I said, no, why don't we do a new interpretation of the car and and, and show that we are able to create, that we are able to, to do the modeling of the car, that we are able to do even a one-to-one model. We've got this one-to-one model of the car sitting in our presentation hall now. And this was, yeah, and then the project was born, right. but... It was not clear that we really do it in in a in a limited edition of thirty running cars. It was just made as a like a marketing show off. Okay. Yeah? And, but then I changed my mind because I had this idea with this partnership with Roding with these engineering guys, and after um, one or two meetings. We, we found this package, this carbon monocoque package, and we figured out this fits perfect. Yeah? We didn't have to, to move around a lot, and all the development on the platform was already done in hmm. roading. Yeah? And, and so, because otherwise, we could never afford to, to do this kind of project, this level of engineering. Right. Yeah? It's still very expensive, I know, and uh, it's limited to 30 and we have to break down the costs on 30 cars, right. but there's not the, the platform development included. This is on it's a license we've got from Roding and this is very, uh, was a, very nice. And uh, but Roding is part of eLegend. Uh, um, we have we have we created this um stock company this german stock company now we have founded the e-legend ag and roading is part of it as well as hote and other guys because you cannot do that alone you need friends and partners and they all have to be the need to have the will to do that right without money because (laughs) now we can build these cars and we uh, we are lucky that we already found first customers for the car as well. Have you? Yeah, and um, this makes us proud. But we still have lots of things to do. We 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 want to come up with this car next year. It will be the first car. It's it's a prototype, but it's very close to production. And we will present it in summer. And uh, we have plans. We may come over to the US. I hope so. Oh, cool. it's, it's a financial thing, you know. It's yeah, yeah. very, it's very important, uh, in, um, expensive. That we, uh, I think, nowadays fly out cars to the US is very expensive, and for right. us as a small startup, uh, it's not a classic startup because we have all this like partners with all this knowledge behind us. 
but uh, yeah, we're still uh, looking for a little bit more money for next year. But if, but I'm sure I'm very confident that we find it and then we can do all this uh, because uh, I think go to yeah, at least to to California uh, in in August, maybe to the Monterey Car Week. This would be very very cool and and a good possibility to show the car to the public to the u.s public as well yeah. that would be spectacular and it's such a monterey especially is such a uh, a mecca right like it's such a everybody who's yeah. who's in the business goes there I, I, it's the place to be yeah? Yeah. yeah that's not so much i think all this classic moto shows like the geneva motor show here in europe geneva was always the place to be for yes. small series and for for things like that but it's not there anymore, you know? It, it's such a shame, isn't it? The, the, whether it was Geneva, most, I mean, Geneva, especially for a car like this, uh, but even Frankfurt, um, you know, Paris, the, the, I know the LA auto show just happened, you were there. Like it's, it's, it was good to see LA stronger than I expected, but at the same time, new car auto shows seem to be almost off a bit. And, yeah, and ever true. since the pandemic, they haven't really found uh their pace yet so i don't know we'll see right. if it comes back that's right uh, the same here we're struggling a little bit yeah. with this uh, auto shows uh, there's munich iaa next year again but but i hear and, this is more well i don't know maybe with an electric but i hear it's it's a little less automotive focused and a little bit more general transportation right so e-bikes and and stuff like that yeah, yeah i think i think it's still important that we show up it's very close yeah. and it's here in Germany. Oh, it's yeah. The biggest show in Germany. And I think we need to show up as a as e legend. We will uh, wave our flag and, okay. and, and we'll, we will show up. <laughs> so, if people, yeah. so if people are going, because uh, yeah, that's kind of one of the questions I had for you is where can people see the car? Hopefully, Monterey. Uh, but but if it, so, the Munich, the IAA, which was the Frankfurt Auto Show, is now kind of out of Munich and it's shifted a little bit uh, to be kind of general transportation uh so like the e-bikes i mentioned but so uh, much more ev focused so this kind of fits that it, you'll you'll definitely be there i think so yeah this is in september yeah. and it's yeah it's close uh yeah, it's, it's, a must. Show, yeah. it's a must yeah. for us I, I wouldn't say that we have a big stand it's just we will right. have a, something small but we will have for sure a good idea to to make this cool and that needs to be i think the legend idea is that you come together and you can have a beer with us and just discuss about cars and possible other other e-legends for example oh yeah because no. you know the story behind e-legend now this is the funny thing then this is the marketing point now right uh, for the whole brand it's a new brand we call it e-legend and there's so many iconic cars out there in the us in europe in 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 asia and you can take uh, this 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 ideas and and this spirit and you redesign it and of course it's it's not easy because you 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 shouldn't get too too close to the to the heritage of the the brand you uh, you reinterpretate i think right. it must be there must be a kind of a uh, a balance I, I i do not want to um yeah, come too close to to the this original heritage of the cars. It should be really free interpreted and just a homage to a to a famous to a famous icon of the past. Yeah, right. It's it's, it's not so easy. I'm I'm sure you cannot do that with with every brand, but uh, or with every car. Uh, but there is. There's lots of ideas outside. We even we said that there could be e-legends named after um, famous races, uh, race um, or car races like Le Mans or Daytona or whatever you know. And you just hear this name, yeah. you hear Le Mans, and you think about the 24-hour race, and there was hundreds of super cool race cars racing yeah, yeah. Le Mans and you can you may can take out one or two and just take it as as an inspiration and create a new hypercar out of it electric yeah, based, yeah for example yeah sure. and then 
this is the idea behind e-legend yeah it's not all about uh, taking uh, audis for example yeah this was a very special homage to the audi it's about our family business here and right. because big fans and was at the end it makes sense that we we We've chosen the our sport quattro as a first e-legend yeah it, it, it's interesting i i, I the way the space you're occupying is fascinating to me because it's sort of a next step of uh on one hand you have to me the the beginning in in uh, other people have done retro design or or these kind of continuation cars if you will right like singer is a very well-known one you mentioned that earlier and, and singer is interesting because like i think for a long time porsche didn't know what to make of them right like i but but I think now, even if and Porsche is building some motors for them, but but uh, I think mm -hmm. they get it now that the what what you have to offer, whether it's Audi with this first car or whomever uh, for as you continue your business, I think it it adds to in my mind, you know, at least as an enthusiast and kind of speaking more on the passion side of the brand, it it adds to uh, the cachet of that brand in in a very unique way, right? And in ways that I don't know could be approved in a, a boardroom of a modern, you know, for-profit company. You, you see exotics being made, but what, what's, what's interesting to me too, is it's not a conventional thing, right? Like this thing is exotic, it, like that with a carbon tub and, and all these things, it's the, the uh, it's, it's very exotic uh, and much more exotic. I've seen, a, I drove the first uh, Quattro concept, right? Like the, the white one. Mm -hmm. um, and and that car in person was a very cool car, but it wasn't quite as exotic as this. And and I think it was aluminum space frame. Um, mm. You know, this is this is lighter and and more ambitious. I think in in what you're able to do because you're only making thirty, right? And 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 that you're able to do it with this with this pre-developed chassis is 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 mm. pretty pretty neat. And it, I don't know it, as an Audi enthusiast, I love to see a Spart with a Sport Quattro. But as a rally enthusiast and car enthusiast in general, I, I'd also love to see to see where you go because there's yeah. so many cool cars out there yeah exactly and um, now for the first cars um, we really want to stay in the rally group b era yeah, yeah. you figured out that there was the audi s1 of course uh, and but you had other famous yeah, cars sure. in this group b and we, we may do more interpretations out of this world at the moment, yeah? We, because they fit super good to our chassis. They all had this short wheelbases. They, 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 they all had a similar kind of architecture, this cars, yeah? Right. But Audi, Audi got the front engine and Lancia, yeah. for example, had a mid-engine. Mid yeah, yeah. And uh, Ford RS 200 as well. But when you put it right next to each other, I mean, when you look in the internet, you you will find pictures, or you will find lots of pictures when you see this cars standing right next to each other, right? Even as um, homologation cars as well, yeah, with street street legal cars, and yeah, they look very yeah, this one family, yeah, but from different manufacturers, and I think we can there will be something interesting coming up, yeah. Definitely will not stop with this first e-legend. We will show up with the next one very soon. Oh yeah, yeah. But first, we want to concentrate on on, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on, on the e-legend one. But we already started to design the e-legend two. Did you? And uh, yeah, we have to be do that a little bit in advance. Otherwise, we we will we cannot make it in time. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, it's interesting being. Uh, I guess that's one of the brilliant uh things of going electric too right these group b cars like you said summer uh the the sport quattro was front engine and then of course the mid-engine cars arrive and that really changes things and while um so to make a modern version if you were doing internal combustion would be a bit of a challenge wouldn't it because you have these <laughs> very different configurations but by doing an electric that's really not a concern that's right it's different but uh and and this still you've got 10,500 parts in the e-legend oh, you already know roundabout yeah yeah it's a lot it's still and without combustion engine yeah this is still lots of parts you yeah? have to package you have to i mean there's every single screw inside but right um it's it's still a lot lots of lots of parts uh but it's another it's another uh, package um you you have 
there's two engines each axle is an engine and you have the batteries packaged as a t bone almost yeah in in, in the middle of the car okay and seating position is very low and the center of gravity is also very low and i hope i think we know that from other projects because the chassis was on the street already but was a little different you know it's always a little different right the wheelbase was a bit longer for example the last project roading did with a similar chassis with a similar uh, this all just happened this summer okay and we, we they they the good thing is it's all development it's all good for the for our car right. because we really know already we know what we can expect and 99% is clear how it will drive and how it will behave on the street but of course it got a even shorter wheelbase it's maybe more agile and yeah. you have to be careful because it's very very fast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure so that that's how you got a lot of i see a lot of the new electrics uh coming out and even the the e-tron gt i i believe it's more of a um the battery is is almost like a skateboard right so you almost it creates almost a taller you're able to get quite low is that is that you mentioned this t-shaped battery that's mm -hmm. so so you're able to put get get the driver and passenger a little bit lower in the chassis yeah very low everything very low. Yeah. you have a very low seating position very sporty seating position um we, we, we are still hiding our interior because it's unfinished it's almost there and it will will be yeah we will publish it very soon and then you can see it's very um, it's race car inspired interior yeah, yeah. It's more modern it's not as um let's say um, it's not as retro than the exterior might might is yeah it's uh, it's it's very progressive and in this also, um, yeah, because we have this um, yeah, low seating position and yeah, very, um, yeah. I, I will say monocoque yeah, around you. You were kind enough to let me, I'm not, I won't talk about it because you haven't really, uh, you haven't released it. I can't but, talk about it. I mean, uh, it's just. I love the interior. You, you, when I was in your studio a couple of weeks ago, you, you were kind enough to let me throw on the VR goggles and take a look inside the car. And, and um, it was, it was uh it's strikingly but cohesively modern right like I, I i got in like is this going to look like the the sport quattro and kind of very retro and it, it did not at all I, I i think that's what works it works in the interior almost it's more modern than even the exterior of your car but i don't i don't well the the exterior of your car is very familiar i don't see it as overly retro right like it's it's mm -hmm. it's still quite modern um and and um you know, there've been designs, you know, like, like JMA's and retrofuturism and, and whatever, but I think this one just does it go so easily. And like your, the interior you mentioned, it's just a modern, uh, cool kind of uh, sporting uh, look. And it, it was very pleasantly different than, yeah, yeah it made cool. sense. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, good to hear that you liked it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's always, yeah, you, when you start to design something, you, you never know exactly how the audience will, if they yeah. like it or not. But the only thing you can do is you can really try to give your best. And, and design is always, it takes time. And, and then you have to try. You Sometimes you need a, a 3D model to right. double check everything. It takes time. And, and of course, it's a, a budget as well you need for that. But... Uh, and the technic packages yeah there's lots of discussions going on what kind of um, screens we are using or we need to find the right parts uh, for the car then they need to be affordable in on one hand on the other hand they need to be advanced yeah right. and it's um, but i think we have a, we have the right balance now we are really happy and it uh, is is that the challenge then with electrics? It sounds like you got you know you certainly have an advantage with roading and and uh, proximity and partnership with them from what they already brought to the table. And of course, you bring all this design uh, mm -hmm. acumen to the table. But but uh, but then the technology side, right? I guess for a for a uh, a niche 
manufacturer only building 30 you know you said that that's got to be to to make something very modern and substantive that that's probably the biggest challenge then to in building a modern yeah. car that's right uh, it's um, luckily we we have a really good engineering team and we can do lots of little things in-house uh, yeah. with, with our engineering team but in terms of software when it comes to uh, interface for example uh, a simple bluetooth connection with apple carplay for example yeah this is a license you have to buy and it's very 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 expensive for yeah. a small series manufacturer it's not affordable yeah unfortunately it yeah. could there could be a special you know um, deal for for smaller guys like us but it isn't unfortunately <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. so we have to find our own way but we will integrate a nice uh, that your mobile phone will find a nice place in our car and uh, we will have an interface but we will have our own yeah but it's that's a cool thing on the other side because uh, we do very uh, minimalistic graphics it rem will remind you to in uh, the 1980s digital graphics of oh of, cool of quattro a little bit yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a bit this style and uh yeah i'm 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 happy with it you know and you always have to find compromises here and there and of course you cannot have everything in your car um, um uh, exclusive production car guts right now uh, as an option for example it's um, yeah but um i'm both surprised uh, how much uh, we can really uh, deliver and how much we can develop that's uh, it will be a modern car but luckily it's a sports car and and you do not expect so much comf comfort in a sports car than in a, in a luxury car yeah? in a in a yeah. limousine, for example yeah or in, so, in so the basics on the car uh what what's the horsepower you know it's 816 out of that weight car that will be very fast yeah, <laughs> yeah let's see and it's it's a single speed transmission yeah okay uh, and so but will be incredible acceleration and lots of torque uh, and and this must be leveled and uh, as a customer, you can really um, do this with our engineering team. You can set up the car a little bit more in towards top speed or acceleration. This is up to you. This is a bit. Oh yeah. This we can. Yeah. Also, the the suspension setup can be. Um, uh, yeah. Um, um, kind of made to our preference. Adjusted like you yeah. wanted. Yeah it's really we are flexible and we will every customer will uh, have the maximum on on individual adjustments yeah it's what, what he what he prefers interesting so, so how would the um you, you're getting ready to make 30 you're, you've got a, a a running mule now and you're working towards a driving prototype with the with the body the mm -hmm. how does how does that work then if somebody's interested in buying the car like how much do you think it will be and what do they do if they want to order one the car is eight hundred and ninety thousand euros net okay for tax and it is um right now we, our our uh, contracts um uh, to purchase this car is uh, they are divided in three steps there's one um, preliminary payment and up front yeah right and then there's two more payments and it's um, um you will be it's i always say it's kind of a journey because we will really pick you up and um yeah and we show the customer along um, we built the car there will be several several meetings um okay. during that time during that period yeah and uh, it will be very individual yeah? and you can set up your car like you want and you have lots of possibilities uh, to uh, in, in color and trim as well and, and little details we have 
prepared. So, so, so safe to say, most all thirty will probably be unique to the owners. I think so. Yeah. I think so. We have um, setups. We we will come up with. Uh, I think we have three, uh, five classic colors, and we have uh, three like modern, advanced colors, yeah. and and also yeah, we together with the interior design team, and we we will set up a nice yeah, at least ten or fifteen combinations you can yeah. just order, or of course we do it like like it's you imagine the car. Right. Uh, there's unlimited ways yeah it sounds amazing the coolest thing yeah because yeah. you really can do it one after another we will have um, the plan is to build one to two cars a month and during the time period of 24 25 26 so first cars will be delivered in 24 so very pretty soon i mean in in the in the scheme of developing your own car yeah yeah, yeah. So, and in comparison with 30 there were what 200 220 somewhere around there sport quattro so this this is would be quite a bit more exclusive is is it uh well i guess that's another question i have for you as an american I know that we can be a bit of a challenge to have cars homologated for the u.s to to sell i don't know if manufacturing at your quantities if there's some exceptions to that but it will it will it, if americans are interested in purchasing the car is that will it be hard to register for the us or is that no we are working on it uh, right. the homologation point of view i think we be already um considering and we we need to have little bits and pieces on the car and we have but it's not so far away from the european homologation yeah? okay uh, this will work and uh, we we reached out to find some partners already in california and um, i think this will work i hope right. that we can deliver cars i think so yeah, i hope you can too yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, i'm trying to figure out how i can afford one but <laughs> but beyond that i would just love uh, to see them over here yeah. yeah i hear what you're saying but uh -huh. it's um yeah um Unfortunately, this is very exclusive in pricing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what though, where, where you're in in the market it is, you know, Singer. There are a lot of cars in that space uh, mm -hmm. that are that are so, so to have something this unique, even uh, whether it's the Sport Quattro or Singer. I think have done well more than 100 now of their original car. Who knows how the DLS uh, probably mm -hmm. a bit more closer to your numbers, but but uh, regardless, this is a highly unique thing, and and. I, you know, I, I find where the, the car market is today and, and having something so unique, but also so forward, you know, it's electric, it's, it's made of the, the latest materials. Like it's, it's, um, it's a, it's a very unique thing. I, you know, while I would love to be able to afford one and, and would have to probably make a real sales job to my wife to be, <laughs> to justify well, I it even, if I, I have it. my best to, to, to give you uh, yeah. a little uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have but, to discuss with all the others. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see with the boss. The boss at home. I don't know if she'd agree, but but um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's. I I think it's it's such an amazing what you've assembled here is a really great value, right? Like it's it's such an exotic car, uh, it ends and so where the market is, I don't know. I it seems, you know, it seems very appropriate to what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's right. um, you see, there's lots of all the hours we spent, we, we already spent for, for the design process, and uh, because this was still going on, to be honest, yeah? Yeah. because you do the detailing, you uh, the B surfaces, when once you open the car, you, you want to have everything nice, and um, this, I think, this is one of the biggest issues the design process, the, the costs for the design process, and then all the engineering and the, uh, the luck we have with, with the um, pre-developed carbon monocoque on roading side yeah. and all that, it makes it very special, uh, I must say. Yeah. And for sure, I hope it's worth the money, yeah? <laughs> I, I, I trust it will be. It's, it's remarkable. I will say, um, I just prepping for 
on this call watching for if people want to follow this uh just worth checking on instagram what your e-legend is e-legend underscore ag uh mm -hmm. but then also you yourself uh the, the design nerd in me whether it's you so it's marcus under underscore Olzinger. actually I, I can share the screen in case uh somebody's watching the video uh this is you uh on instagram and and what's very cool here is not just seeing that on your account seeing not just the e-legend development but some of the the other design uh that your firm hotel design has done as well um i think i saw was it you uh, there's the prologue concept you guys projects as well yeah. yeah yeah some some very interesting projects um yeah i do once in a while yeah yeah this was concept cars we built here and I think the, the, um, that the concept card, yeah, this was design process of the of the uh, actual of the latest RS6. Yeah? RS6, and I've got to say, so I, I'm a nerd for these cars too. Yeah, I love the the current RS6. Uh, these were this is a design. Uh, was this a model or a prototype at least? Uh, this this is the, a design freeze model. Yeah. Okay. This is like the the latest model. The, um, these these wheels are incredible they never made they have yet they haven't made these wheels for this car but it looks probably it looks too complicated <laughs> yeah. perhaps so but look look fantastic so probably worth checking if you're listening to the audio on mark's uh um instagram accounts the the rs6 design freeze models is it's stuff like this that like if you want to catch uh some great uh some great detail you're also of course you're you're um yeah, design is yeah, the studio has its own Instagram account with some even like more fantastic uh, design stuff. Yeah. I saw it, the B two. Is this an early one? The the B two development, the eighty. I think, um, I think this was the first model, the uh, uh, or one of the first models they delivered. Complete models, yeah, they delivered. This was like, yeah, this here's my father sitting in his office. Yeah, that's how. And it this is that like. just the studio one that you mentioned? Is this the first? Yeah, this was the very first place. Exactly, it was just a few rooms. And then over the, the years, over the decades, the, the studio got bigger and bigger. It's interesting too. The, again, the design, the Audi nerd in me is seeing this as an early B2 model. And I see that kind of more uh, upright. So I'm guessing more to the original B280 design, but you've got these Urquatra looking bumpers on the thing. Um, the grill is is wider slats like that from a design perspective is... It's just stuff you've maybe never seen. Uh, it, I mean, you have clearly, Marcus, but 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 enthusiasts may have never seen. But it's great uh, history and and detail from uh, from how you've worked it with Audi over the years. Um, yeah, nah, very it's, very. It's cool. Forty years and was always a very close um, collaboration. Yeah, you mentioned you. So you work with other manufacturers too, um, primarily Volkswagen Group, but not not always. Yeah. So you, you do not always the many many um, other brands um, mostly mostly Scandinavian brands as well like okay. Volkswagen, uh, Volvo and oh. and Polestar as well but we had we had projects with BMW and with Mercedes as well but not as many yeah. uh. I think uh, the relationship to Volkswagen is very strong and to the Volkswagen group and um yeah also to the people yeah yeah you know each other and they have lots of trust in our work and and at the same time they can really leave us alone they don't have to hold our hand we can we can build these things and they can concentrate to to new stuff already yeah, yeah. this is the meaning behind the design model making uh, you you want to help the design team yeah, they they shouldn't have work with you. They yeah. they they give data to you or a, the project, and you help you you do the three D modeling. You create new data or you create the models, and and then at the end you build the the physical model, and uh, you do not have to or the design team doesn't need to be there all the time you know yeah but you it's so you're probably what 30 30 minutes drive from ingolstadt so you're 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 quite close exactly, to Audi. Yeah. exactly yeah it's, yeah it's lots of most of the people around here they they used to work for audi or they still do 
Yeah. It's very normal here in this area too. It's such a did, big factory. Did, yeah. did that make it easier as you were develop? You decided I'm going to develop my own car uh, during the pandemic. That that Roding yeah. or other partners in the area, and BMW's just down the road in Munich, Stuttgart, Mercedes, and Porsche not far, kind of all in yeah. the neighborhood of southern Germany. That's, that's right. There's not so not so much uh, small serious projects came up uh, from Germany the last years, and I was a bit like. Mm. Germany is so famous for cars and yeah. why don't we do something yeah we we see that in Italy and and even like in Sweden you know when you look at Koenigsegg yeah for example why don't we do something new something special in Germany yeah and this was the initial idea it's it I'll tell you it's cool to see this kind of coming we, earlier in the conversation you kind of mentioned the auto shows and kind of how they've been on the decline Geneva I remember going to Geneva and seeing uh, in it, like 2000s to, you know, really to the pandemic, seeing these kind of specialty niche car manufacturers, whether it was the, the traditional houses like Bertoni or or whether, you know, you yeah. see, and, and there were a fair number that used the the Audi componentry, right? Spiker uh, used the, the engine, at least. And I know um, there was a a very brief, unfortunately, never got there. Uh, Spano Suiza project on on the R8 that I think uh, Roland yeah. from MTM was involved in. Gary Kimmel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gumpert, uh, same thing. Like the 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 Apollo, the the these cars. Kind of when the pandemic uh, kind of happened, they they you know a lot of these companies have kind of gone away. As as has the Geneva Auto Show's relevance in that space, and and um, it's it's nice to see life again in these kind of specialty projects in a very modern way right like the an electric here is it's it's where we're going and it's 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 the mm. future and and so seeing uh seeing it happening in, in, in a different way too now you don't need a, an audi uh engine like spiker may have had right but but instead now you you've got this very interesting design language and and um and of course you have the the components up from roading it's it's a fascinating project I really must say it's. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, and, it, it got um, a lot of love too when I put the photos on uh, on social media when we were uh, after coming out of your studio. It's uh, so many people are really it, just such a great response to the car. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we are pushing, and uh, I can say we we have meetings every day, and we we are in a good way um and i'm really looking forward to um to presenting the the first full running car next year but yeah of course it's still lots of work to do yeah well i i wish you luck and i thank you so much for giving me time this morning it, i know you're very busy especially back from la and, and uh, you're welcome no no i'm back for a while now but uh yeah. unfortunately because here the here it's dark and gray and cold outside. <laughs> yeah. and LA was really nice it's always so many cars and so many car enthusiasts enthusiasts around and yeah. this is the thing yeah when you go there and and you want to see the um cars and coffee and all that you know did you, <laughs> because did you have a chance to get around to chance some... on Sunday we, we had a nice uh, a little there was a cars and coffee in, in the well out in in, in uh, the valley yeah. And then we, we drove uh, through the um, mountains towards yeah. Malibu, and then there was the old place and so on. And then we yeah. we had a little break there, and cars came by, and and once a sudden they showed uh, S Audi S1 showed up. Yeah, I was going to ask, but I saw you posted that on social media. Is this, was this planned, <laughs> yeah. or this guy? No, no, this was by mistake, and he. This just is showed up. It was a sign, you know. Yeah. <laughs> was, for me, it was just um, um, incredible, amazing. And I said, yeah. "Why? Why do you show up with this car?" You know. And he's like, "Yeah, I just bought it. I bought oh, it yeah. yesterday." He said, <laughs> "Amazing." I mean, that, this is LA, though, right? Like the, the amazing yeah. thing. <laughs> when I bring it on to this was LA, so great. LA is such an amazing place. Unfortunately, the Malibu cars and coffee is kind of. I, I hear Bill's closing in, I in think Malibu so, kitchen yeah. and. Uh, but the other one to hit if you're ever in LA is is Good Vibes Breakfast Club. It's Friday mornings, so it's it's hard, but a lot of creative uh, go up there, and it's on Angeles mm -hmm. Crest Highway at the um, I forget the name of like the kind of abandoned hotel restaurant that's at the at the top mm -hmm. there. But 
but um i, I will go back definitely yeah once yeah. <laughs> i hope i will have the chance to go back to la next year and that maybe even with the with the legend yeah, yeah well Please let it, I will say that. Please let us know if you plan on uh, any plans you have for bringing it to the U.S. Yeah, of course, a lot of our, yeah, a lot of our our members and our following are American and or North American, yeah, in Canada as well. And and so if the car is going to be over here, um, and, and who knows, maybe if we have some some guests, some people in in Germany, I'll give you a call. Maybe we can swing by and, and check it out. But I will keep you updated and yeah. for sure, yeah. Cool. Thank you again. I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Thank you.